have a chronic health condition And the doctors kept telling me that I did And so I just started lying so they would listen And it turns out that I was right And now I'm buried in debt American Healthcare There's no such thing as medical gaslighting You sound insane Attention South Dakota residents Everything is fine Everything is beautiful Go back to your homes Go back to your jobs Trust in the authority Work, eat, stay asleep Work, eat, stay asleep Work, eat, stay asleep Work, eat, stay asleep Keeping you docile and distracted During times of uncertainty This is the South Dakota Department of Propaganda Podcast Welcome, welcome, welcome to the South Dakota Department of Propaganda podcast, a cynical attempt to distract you from the systematic dismantling of everything you hold dear. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, as always, is my good pal and show mascot, Corny. Republicans sure spend a lot of time thinking about children's junk. They sure do, Corny. They sure do. This week's agenda, Joel Koskin, 44, was charged with one count of exposing a minor to foreseeable harm and sexual grooming behaviors after he allegedly sexually abused the girl for at least six years beginning in 2014, according to an investigation by the South Dakota Division of Criminal Investigation. The girl was only 12 years old when the abuse started. She explained that ever since she was young, Joel would give her very long hugs, kiss her, and have her sit on his lap. The woman thought that it was normal things that families were supposed to do, read a probable cause statement written by a DCI agent that was obtained by the Mitchell Daily Republic. Officials opened an investigation in May of 2022 after the victim, who is now 19 years old, sought help from a DCI agent, claiming Koskin has been raping her since she was a young child, according to court documents. The woman reported this information to a retired DCI agent, who then contacted county and state investigators for assistance. The woman told the retired DIC agent that Koskin was monitoring her through a GPS tracking system in her phone and car, according to the court documents. Koskin also apparently had camera access to her home because she lived on property that belonged to him. The woman told investigators she didn't realize the behavior was inappropriate until she attended a faith-based camp when she was 14, and counselors spoke about how physical contact can become sexual. That was when it clicked, according to documents. She then told her counselors she believed Koskin had a sexual interest in her and wanted to be with her intimately, prompting staff members to contact the Department of Social Services to file a report. The department was dispatched to her house, but ultimately never opened a file after the victim decided not to cooperate with an investigation. Years later, Koskan then began to require the woman to take showers and wear nightgowns without underwear, according to court documents. The man would then also require her to straddle him after showering, she alleged. After she turned 17, Koskin began having sexual intercourse with her many times at different locations across the state, the court filing state. Sixth Circuit Judge Margot Northrup issued a 10-year sentence, with no suspended time, 
to Joel Koskin after the Millette County man pled guilty to two charges of incest Tuesday morning in a Hughes County courtroom. Last November, Koskan was charged with child abuse involving sexual grooming after his victim revealed to a friend the extent of the abuse she had sustained over the course of several years. The friend reported the abuse to her father, a retired division of criminal investigation agent. The charges came to light six days before the 2022 general election, in which Koskin was a candidate in the District 26 South Dakota Senate race. Koskin narrowly lost to Senator Sean Bordeaux. The South Dakota Division of Criminal Investigation investigated the case, which involves a victim who is now 20 years old and was allegedly groomed by Koskan starting in 2014. Koskan is a former member of the Colome Consolidated School Board, the Northern Plains Sustainable Agricultural Society Board, and volunteer firefighter. His run for state senate was at least his third attempt at the state legislature. Initially, Koskin and the Attorney General's office had informally agreed to a plea deal that would have spared the 44-year-old from prison. But Northrop rejected the arrangement. Koskin was recharged on the incest charges Tuesday. Along with his prison sentence, Koskin has also been ordered to pay more than $20,000 in fines. Justice has been served in this case because the victim overcame extraordinary conditions to cooperate with the prosecution. Attorney General Marty Jackley said in a statement, We applaud the victim for her courage and praise the difficult work of the investigators and prosecutors. This is the first part of the healing process, Judge Margot Northrup said during the hearing. As part of Tuesday's hearing, as part of a new plea agreement, Koskin would plead guilty to the two counts of felony incest, pay a $10,000 fine for each count, Court fees and provide restitution for the victim included in the original plea agreement, rejected by Northrop in March. The new charges alleged Koskin had raped the victim and performed oral sex between April 2nd and April 16th, 2022 at his home in Wood. Brent Kempima, the assistant South Dakota attorney general, said the victim had been pressured by Koskin and his family not to report the sexual abuse. She had first tried to report the years of abuse in 2016, but was unable to because of the trauma it caused her. In May 2022, the victim summoned the courage to reach out to a friend, whose father was a retired agent with the Department of Criminal Investigation to report further abuse. From then on, the pressure was on, Kempema said, describing Koskan in an act of retaliation had allegedly reported the car she drove stolen. She had been pressured to put the family above herself and to not cooperate with law enforcement during the investigation, Kempema said. She had realized the people she was trying to protect did not have her best interest at heart. It was this realization, as well as an understanding after Northrop rejected the original plea agreement, that it wasn't the victim's decision if Koskin went to prison or not, which allowed the victim to finally talk about the abuse. Dressed in a black dress with yellow and red polka dots and tan high-top sneakers, the victim told the full courtroom Tuesday, What I want is the truth. What happened isn't my fault. She told Northrop that the circuit court judge knew what needed to be done when it came to sentencing in between shuddering breaths and tears. She had realized in the time away from her family that not sending Koskin to prison was meant for the family's comfort contrasting what Clint Sargent, Koskin's lawyer, said minutes before that the victim did not want him incarcerated. The defendant's gamble didn't pay off, Kempema said before asking the court for a sentence of five years for each charge plus restitution.
Koskin, dressed in a navy suit and baby blue tie, told the room he was sorry for the pain and suffering his actions caused. Sergeant, Koskin's lawyer, said the defendant would be a good candidate for community supervision and outpatient treatment. Northrop, in her sentencing decision, explained it is society's duty to protect children, especially foster children. Koskin took advantage of a child, she said. She then looked at the victim, who had been crying off and on during the 30-minute hearing. I hope you can be proud of the fact that you stood up in courage, Northrop said, adding the victim was a survivor. You deserve to be loved, cherished, and respected by a family. When Northrop read Koskin's sentence, he looked back at his crying family with a frown on his face. He was remanded into the custody of the Department of Corrections at the end of the hearing. And now, a special 420 address from the President of the United States and my personal Lord and Savior, Joe Biden. I'm smoking on Bhutanese Shadow Garden grown dark evil pack. They watered this with the blood of 36 dragons. Shit so purple it should be asking me, where's Ronald? Nigga, this shit will turn your pacemaker off. Nuclear levels of sour, lung slaughtering, necromancer kush. Shit got diamonds on it, so you know that THC to CBD ratio is fucking swag, nigga. A whiff of this shit? Yeah, this, that nefarious evil sorcerer, Moongrass, this shit straight out of K-Lid. This shit is what shot Tupac. Rip my nigga for real dog. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to call into the podcast, you can leave a voicemail at 605-937-8925. You can also send audio by direct message or record a message and send it to infosouthdakotatruth.com. Just remember, anything you say or think while calling will be recorded and may be played unedited on the podcast. Thank you for listening to the South Dakota Department of Propaganda podcast.